just wanna chill and vibe. Soon as baby turn up, you know Buddha gon' turn up. Turn up, turn up, gon' turn up. Soon as baby turn up, you know Buddha gon' turn up. Turn up, turn up, turn up. What's good, Sippers? This is your boy Buddha, and we have the lovely, beautiful, intelligent, sweet, sexy. Wow, I couldn't even, I wasn't ready. Uh, hey, y'all, it's Baby. <laughs> he said all that. I was like, that's the intro. That's, a, that's, that's hey, what you hey. got. Hey, it's baby. Hey. <laughs> cold tripping right here. Oh my God. I'm just I'm saying. So, I'm afraid now to ask you, how was your day? Because you just all timid. When did baby become timid? You know, baby be, be shy till she warm up. She ain't had a drink. That's the problem. Who fault I'm is that? I'm having withdrawals. Who fault is that? Buddha. Who fault is that? Buddha in the building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, check it. I'm going to do a quick little recap from the last show, which was Fear and Competition. Pretty much just looking at it from the male versus the female perspective. Um, we, we women folk feel like, you know... When that meant that we we are competing with each other, uh, you know, because when you go out, you know, you see these other chicks, how they all dress, and then y'all be, you know, be kind of going back and forth with your homegirl, talking about them. And I'm like, why are y'all going back and forth? competing basically you know worrying about what she got on and what she ain't wearing and her weave and all that this that and third so you know so that's that's one thing that women I can say from the woman perspective how we compete with each other and so forth you know what I'm saying with regards to the competition you know because you got the friendly competition and you got that petty competition and that was just a Female version of some petty competition. You know what I'm saying, Buddha? What you what you think about competition from the male perspective? From the male perspective, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, I have no problem with rejection or competition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the way my pride set up, we already know. I hate it when somebody feel like they're better than me. But with that pride comes great drive. I see that. I see that. It comes great drive. So when your person thinks that they're better than me, I want to prove to them that they are not better than me. So I go up above and beyond in any situation to prove 
that they're not better than me. So when I'm in a relationship, just talking, when I'm in a relationship, I'm going to compliment my woman. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I ain't, that ain't going to be a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give her as much pipe as I can. <laughs> oh, okay. That ain't going to be a reason. I'm going to go ahead and go scuba diving for those who know what that means. That ain't going to be a reason. And I'm going to ask questions because if I'm doing something wrong, I want to be able to do it right. True, true. All right, so moving right along. So the next thing we kind of talked about, we was we moved into dealing with rejection. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, dealing with rejection with regards to like relationships, friendships, jobs, society, mental health, and some solutions. It was kind of all coupled up together. Um, when you're from the man's perspective, do you think that men handle rejection better than women? Um, yeah, I think we handle rejection better than women. I think we may react worse than women in the beginning, but overall, like somebody said, um, in the comments, they were saying that. A, per, a man, you might, you could tell a man uh, that he ain't dressing to, up the paw. Mm-hmm. He'll leave, he'll walk away, revamp his whole out, his whole status, revamp his dress, change his dress code, change his image, and come right back. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But if you tell a woman she ain't dressing, she get very reclusive, and you may not ever see her come back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's possible. That's I possible. I mean, that's one way of looking at it. I'm yeah. Saying. And you're right. You know, I think men do handle it better than women because, you know, when a woman... It's kind of weird because it's all situational. That's my word, y'all. Situational. Everything is situational. You know, all women are not created equal with regards to situations. Because... If I'm told, if I'm rejected, especially we're talking relationship wise, a dating relationship in, in that actual, in that area, if you reject a woman, you know she now begin to she'll feel inadequate and things like that, and you know she get a little she just because we're emotional naturally, so being rejected by this guy, especially if we put in some work, potentially put in work, or we had the the illusion that this might be something, it really puts us in a bad state of being emotionally. You know, now we're second-guessing ourselves to, you know, to gauge, are we, am I, am I adequate enough? You know, am I pretty enough? You know, all those different things. And when it really is just the man don't want you, you know, and it ain't you. You just, he's not the one for you. And basically, you're not the one for him. Otherwise, it would have worked. You know what else you talked about? You was you had a pretty profound um, discussion about mental health. Mm-hmm. A person committing suicide because they feel like they didn't meet their particular status quo. Right. Or they didn't get all everything they want in life. So, I might necessarily want to... Just touch on it a little bit yeah. before we get to the next the meat mm-hmm. of it all. 
Uh, yes, yeah, so I was in a group, basically. I'm in a group, and I'm usually pretty reserved. Uh, but nevertheless, there was a post that just struck me, and I decided to comment on it. And pretty much the basis of it was, uh, it was an article about a lady, a young lady that uh, committed suicide because she had not fulfilled her desired goals of um, being married and having children by the time she was 30. So she ultimately committed suicide as a direct result of. Uh, now, with the mental illness part of it is, um, and this came from 2015, so this is not like a recent thing. It may be a recent case, I don't know, you know what I mean? But this particular article came from uh, February of 2015. Well, the mom had passed, her mom passed away in 2011, and she really kind of never really dealt with it. She did um, see a psychologist and so forth, but, you know, I don't know. Because, of course, I'm just reading the article. I didn't do any additional research to get more information about her, if it was even any available. But nevertheless, she committed the suicide because of that, you know, what I said, um, not having a husband by 30 and no children. So my response pretty much in the comment was, you know, it was it's very sad, you know, mental illness, depression, anxiety. PTSD mm. and all the for all the above that's categorized as a mental illness is very sad and it's very real. We know that. So first of all, if you are suffering from any form of mental illness, please go get the help. Mm. But what I will say, when you're getting the help, be upfront about everything. Because of that you can only get helped at the level at which you you bring that person to. If you don't tell them everything, you know, being true to the situation, then they're only going to assume and fill in the blanks with just assumptions and treat you accordingly. So anyway, I pretty much was, I made the comment, you know, it was sad and so forth. And I began, I got attacked to say the least, because I said what she did was a bit selfish. This, the act itself was selfish in the aspect that now the boyfriend is going to be carrying around this guilt, you know, that he was the cause of her not being married and not having kids and as a result committing suicide. So, of course, how I got attacked was basically, you know, they were saying that, oh, I'm wrong for saying it was selfish. But then I was an oxymoron because later on in the same paragraph, I mean, my my post, I said, um, one should not allow people to validate their, you know, shouldn't let something validate who they're worth. Ultimately, you know, like having kids and a husband shouldn't validate your worth. But. Not alone, not to jump in. No, you're good. But to help out this, or to understand this oxymoron that it is, I don't necessarily see it as an oxymoron. And the only reason why I say I don't see it as an oxymoron is because you're saying what you were saying was <clears throat> it was a selfish act. And in truth, it was a selfish act. But you did not say being selfish was wrong. No, I did you, not. You didn't say being selfish was wrong and you cut. 
And you preface that by saying that if you don't have, don't know your worth, you don't have that self-awareness, self-worth in order to persevere, Mm -hmm. and you want to take the quote-unquote easy way out in some some respects. Obviously, it's not easy for a person to want to kill himself. Right. And that was another that was another thing that they said. Um, they were like, you know, it takes great strength to go through with committing suicide. No, it takes great strength to live with the burdens that you need to live with in order to live. I mean, you know, I'm just saying this is how they was, you know, because the, the person said that they attempted suicide and. You know, I bet you they, they glad. Know, I right. bet you they glad they live in life. They know they, you know, and they were just saying like mm-hmm. they. It takes great strength to go through the process and not, you know, and this, that, and third. And I was just kind mm-hmm. of reading like that don't so, make sense. That's an oxymoron. So to I'm me, gonna but, glorify the strength it takes a person to kill himself. To kill himself, and the reason why, for the record, why I said it was a selfish, selfish act was because. What I did mention was this lady was 29. She was a hospital administrator. She was doing well for herself, had three degrees, three or four degrees. Um, You know, she just she had a life that so many would die for. You know, she had these opportunities, but yet she her personal goals, her personal fulfillment wasn't met. And so, as a result, I'm going to take my own life and because I can't deal with not being married and having a kid by the time I'm 30. So, you know, that whole, all that's an assumption because obviously we're not the person who died. Right. So, we don't know what cause, what the true cause of them put to die or not. But... Based on the article, I, on like the I said, article, I'm not. I, I I based my opinion based purely on, on what, what was written in the article, and so based on that, without knowing who she is, mm-hmm. you know, I can. That's why I said exactly what I said, okay. and I meant it. You know, now you I understood, and that's it. I, I said what I said, and I meant that because I do understand that she apparently. Became depressed. I would never know that right at this po- moment in time because I still have my mother and I'm thankful, you know. So I don't know what chemical imbalance would be triggered. So could it have been like a, a generational curse? Like she was cursed with this madness? I, you know, I, I don't really know. But, you know, I know that she, in the article, it did say, she, it mentioned about a psychologist. So she did attempt Try. to get some help, I would imagine, but. Something was still missing, and for her, it was the husband and 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 having a child that was going to be her ultimate fulfillment. I get that, but again, now as a domino effect of those actions, a boyfriend now the ex boyfriend obviously the, he has to deal with this burden. Is he the ex boyfriend? Well, the, obviously the widowed boyfriend. <laughs> Pre-widowed boyfriend. I don't know what to call a boyfriend when you you die on him. Yeah, so I'm just we'll just say the widow. He's now having to deal with this knowledge that because it's in the article that he you know she did this because she didn't have children and she wasn't married by the time she was thirty, 
Now, I don't know if he was planning on it. Because, again, it just, you know, you just got to get the short version of everything, obviously, because it's an article. But it just goes to show that, you know, so many people are dealing with things, which is understandable. And we know that. But what I also said, too, because at first I wasn't going to respond again. I just was going to just bow out gracefully because I know how I don't deal with keyboard thugs very, very well. But I went back and I did respond just to give a little bit more insight as to why I said what I said, which my beginning, my opening sentence was, I said what I said, however. And then I went on to say, you know, give it a little bit more understanding that, you know, there's a reality that people, some people are using mental illness as a crutch to play the victim. Mm. And it's becoming loosely used to say, oh, I have a mental illness, when in reality, they just want to play the victim. Right, right. So now, how do you weed through those that really are suffering in silence, perhaps, you know, per se, or just really dealing with a mental illness, bipolar, anxiety, depression, and things like that. So you got to be upfront and be true and be real about it. That's what I'm saying. When you go get this help that you need, make sure you're in a, an environment or with the professional counseling help, whatever that you need, and you're telling them the absolute truth about Being what's going on. Being transparent. So that was my take on it, and that with and I and we we talked about that mainly because I know that with mental illness there's going to be different ways that people react to rejection. So that's why that was the only thing reason main reason why I brought up the do you think mental illness could be a a cause to how people react with rejections and so forth. Way to bring it home, baby. You did a great job, and I can take my hat off to you. I commend you for standing in the paint, taking the ridicule. Also, try to you know give your own understanding to it, but not being very brash or attack, you know, aggressive mm-hmm. back towards those people. Yeah, I mean, it could have easily went another, another back direction. Back and forth, back and forth, because it went back and forth a little bit. Right. It so, just I just decided to nod this wasn't it and I said, you know, and I'm thankful for you all the feedback because it just goes to show how the world have all we all have different perspectives. Right. And I hit them with the thumbs up emoji. <laughs> <laughs> um But that leads us into today today's topic, baby. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about friends. Mm. How, How many, many of us have, have them? Friends. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Ones we can depend on. Mm. So, baby, I'm going to ask you this question. So, how many true blue friends do you feel like you have in this great world? Who? I don't want to count them. No. I got some riders. You know, like that's that's... I got some real true friends. And I would probably say... I'll say five. Five are true blue friends, and then yes, you have how five. many? How many riders? Are the riders or the blue true? I I got a, I, I probably got about ten good friends. 
Mm-hmm. I can five get, ten, I can get, huh? I can, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, this <laughs> is ten of them. I think I could, I strongly believe I could depend on well, them look, for something. So, ladies and gentlemen, you hear this? So, in my life or in everybody's life, they always say you can only have two, one or two good friends in your whole lifetime. No, I got really, a squad. But you have a squad of friends. You have ten. Yeah, I got a whole starting oh. lineup. Two star lineups. Two starting lineups. I got basketball. the starting lineup at the at the backup. At the bench. At the bench. Okay. The ones that's that's the starting lineup, them them soldiers that they come out. But then I got my secret weapons on the bench. Cause they still equally great. I mean, well. You know what I'm saying? So much so. Uh oh. Yeah. Little Shirley got a story to tell. I remember once upon a time. Little Shirley. In a land far, far away. Oh, shit. In the beginning of Buddha and I's relationship. By the way, happy anniversary, baby. Ooh. Yeah. Our anniversary was, uh, I want to say. Yesterday. The 6th. July 6th. Yes. Woo. Happy anniversary. Woo. Did we turn up enough? I'm so turned down. Turned turned down. Turned Turned up. Turned out. Turned Mm -hmm. Turned up. Turned around. You heard it right. I turned her out. <laughs> so in the beginning, we had um, some situation. We had some situations. Oh, okay. We had a situation. Situation. Yeah. We had and, a couple of situations, but oh, yeah. started it out. He had some unfinished business, basically. And nevertheless, I got pulled into this unfinished business. But one of the not by my choice, man. Not by my it choice. It was pretty much it was his choice because again, if it, it was unfinished business, Negative, it was unresolved. Business. But I still didn't. Want it to was put not handled, mm-hmm. and we know men handle their business. Okay. Oh, what you trying to say? I was a boy. You did not handle your business. Okay. However, we gonna go on the record at the twenty first minute that you say I was not a man. And and I did not say you was not a man. I said you did not handle your business. I did handle my business. Uh huh. After the fact. No, not after the fact. I handled the business before the fact. Okay. But I personally can't control another person's a emotions and b how they think. Uh, I can't. Everybody's their own adults. So continue the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, one of the conditions. Uh, that I gave Mr. Buddha was none of your unresolved issues can never come for me. Mm. And um, we we shook hands on it, pinky sweared and all, and uh, made a pact on that. And, you know, I, I proceeded with getting to know him and so forth. And we continued our our little situation, as he would say. Situation. So, anywho... We were out of town. I got an anonymous phone call. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And um, I was taken aback, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And, oh, boy, it didn't register at first. But when it did, I realized that I was being punked. So, now... I'm feeling some type of way because here I am, done gay. I'm I'm in this relationship, in it to win it, and yeah, it wasn't going as it was supposed to go. Needless to say, 
I made a phone call to one of my hitters. My hitters, my hitters. Oh, Lord. My motherfucking hitters. What you trying to say? That Buddha was not the perfectly right man for you in the beginning? No, he was not. (laughs) For the record. Oh. Oh. Called my hitter. Told my hitter. I was beginning to tell my hitter what was happening. She said, hold please. Tapped in hitter number two. On the on the line, and baby, the plan was being put into motion. They hung up the phone with me. Five minutes later, they called me bike, and we doggy. When they called me bike, the news they gave me was amazing. I was exactly where I wanted to be. They told me, "Don't cue if she call you bike." We got you. Don't worry about nothing. Enjoy your weekend. Okay. I was pleasantly pleased with those results. Because now, what he didn't know was the information that I had at the time. So, boy, he got on that phone. And he began to make right with that wrong situation. And... You know, he's still here. Happy anniversary. <laughs> but that's just my my. Well, hold on. First of my all, my friends. First of all, let's, 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 let's back up a little bit because clearly you don't remember it how I remember it. Oh, because there was no getting on the phone, making right, writing some wrongs. There was no getting on the phone, writing some wrongs. Because the conversation was had right in front of you. The conversation was had right in front of you. Like, you can boo me all you want, but but the conversation was had right in front of you. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. by the time you did get on the phone with your homegirls, the situation on my end, what I told the young lady, was over with. Now, you didn't choose to think or believe that I handled it enough for you. Yeah. So, you you, know. you you called the you called the riders. I called them. Yeah, you called them because that's the only way they were going to know. I called. Them. <laughs> I don't usually bring folks into my affairs, but boy, it was it was worth it on that. But it just goes to show you, like why. <laughs> All I will say is, <laughs> let's think about this for a moment. What would make a woman go to much great lengths to reach out to another woman just to hear the just to hear the man that they didn't really deal with before? I mean, no more, not before. Yeah, anymore. No more, anymore. Talking in the background so they know where they at. Mm. Oh my God. What can I say about that guy? I don't know. He must got the ill. Nah. Um, nah, I ain't gonna say that. I wanna say he must got some dope <laughs> dope dick. <laughs> he must got some dope dick. <laughs> hey. But either way, 
nonetheless, right? It was able you you know the situation was able to shed a little light. It did. It shed a little light on one how I really felt about baby. Mm-hmm. You know, I went into pain. I went hard. She she may or may not understand it at that moment in time, but I went hard in the pain defending my love for a baby. Oh, I mean, she the young lady was being very disrespectful, but at the same time, playing devil's advocate. Or that's what we at. <laughs> We're playing devil's advocate. You know, she was in love with her, you know, at, potentially in love with the said guy, right. which happens to be Buddha. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I get it. You know, and that goes back to what we talked about, how women handle rejection. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's kind of the way she was being rejected. Basically, she was handling it. Um, from a very immature perspective, you know, um, pouting and just kind of just just in her feelings. And I understand. I get it. Being a keyboard thug. Yes. Extreme keyboard thug. But again, things happen, you know, and hopefully it's been a few months now um, with our last. It's been a couple, quite a few months been like a year. What are you talking about? I, I know since that incident, but I'm saying no. she still was coming around like quarterly with some type of action. So, so far, knocking on wood, um, she's backed up uh, a bit. So, hopefully, we have gotten beyond that threshold of um, dealing with the rejection, to say the least. Well, you know, when you got the goods... You got the goods. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so you know, so that like I said, that was that that's what I know about what a friend would do. I had some friends that actually w- were willing to go ahead and uh handle this on my behalf. Like, you know, some, like with some old ski mask and some rope. Whatever they needed and a to lead do. Pipe. And let them know. <laughs> <laughs> I I am not incriminating myself, but they were willing to go and have a conversation. But let me ask you this question, though, since we're talking about it, since we're on the topic of friends. What does that word mean to you? Well, coupled into being a friend, there's the loyalty. You know, mm. there's transparency. There's that sense of security, mm. uh, comfort, you know, family-like. Right. I, I so uh, you know all of that of uh, couples to couple together is what a friend would do. So be for me. So I don't know. I mean, like going back to last week's conversation because we talked about a lot when it was dealing with rejection, mm-hmm. and I had a story where um, a true story where I was dealing. I got rejected by a young lady, right, mm-hmm. and. Everybody, and then I ended up having sex with the, the young lady's best friend. Ooh, child. And everybody was like, oh, uh, I'm on some fuckboy shit. Yeah. But you mentioned your mo- one of your main ingredients mm-hmm. in friendship is loyalty, mm-hmm. right? So if your main ingredient in friendship is loyalty, right, mm-hmm. then why am I at fault? 
because I don't have any loyalty to that particular friendship or to said woman that rejected me, right? So it's like, the person who's involved, the person who is more to have something that, you know, that needed to be talked to or had more invested is the person who's invested in that particular relationship. Right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm free in the clear. She is the one that has to bear the blunt. Yeah, but see, now you are... It's Lord. the principle. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. What, what's the principle? It's the principle. What, what's my principle? Just because I reject you don't mean my friend is on the, on the, on the table. She is on the table. Not not as a means to get back at me. Well, Let's say you, you did holler at my friend a at of, a later point in time. A lot of relationships start can start. I mean, a few relationships I know all started. I don't give a fuck about you. I'm just gonna fuck you. And next thing you know, you, that sounds like fighting words. You know what I mean, I mean, next thing you know, they, they start out having sex or whatever. They don't really care or like each other, but all of a sudden, bam, they in a whole strong. <laughs> <laughs> no relationship. No, no, no. What you did, you violated. I violated what code? What code did I violate? You violated a unwritten uh, man code. Oh, you so you know man code. Man now. code. <laughs> man <laughs> should not. It's in the Bible. It says man should not fuck it with best friends. But I never knew a man code that say he shouldn't mess with Nigga another Galatians woman. Nigga one one. <laughs> I never knew of a man called <laughs> that said he could not have sex with a girl's best friend. <laughs> oh, okay. That's uh, pretty freaky. <laughs> but either way, I was not wrong. I was definitely not a, a P-A-N. What was it? Pussy ass nigga, mm, P-A-N. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely wasn't a fuck boy. <sighs> it was a fuck boy move. That was not a fuck boy move. The reason why it was a fuck boy move was because you purposely sought the friend in an effort to say, aha, because chick did not want to be with you. Not necessarily. I'm not going to say, I, yeah, you're right. I did do, <laughs> I did do the ha ha movement. But mm-hmm. I did more than the aha moment, though. Period. I don't need mm-hmm. all the details. The aha moment was... Uh-huh, we know. Ha-ha. Now, anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. So, all right, so we said some qualities that a friend should have, you know, like I say, would be the loyalty, transparency. Um, what else you think? I think that they are entrusted Yeah. with... Your nakedness. And I mean, mm-hmm. you're for, you know. Definitely trustworthy. <laughs> when I say nakedness, I'm talking about metaphorically naked. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They're entrusted with that. They're more family, brother, sister. But they we may all not be. Know they, they'll, they'll, they'll stab you too, so. Right. But, you know, how much loyalty should you give a friend? Some person said that. They're loyal to themselves above all. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if you're loyal to yourself above all, then in that situation that I mentioned, then 
she wasn't necessarily not being a friend. She was more looking out for her best interest. I mean, we pretty much got it under. We understood, stand that she definitely was not her friend. But then, how old were you guys? Well, <laughs> I was in my early. Not to give away how old I am now. It doesn't matter. Uh, I, I was, need to know how old you was. Cause he, I was like 29, 30-ish. Oh, okay. So you basically was still relatively in your 20s. Okay. Relatively? Yeah. I'm like teeter-tottering on 30. Yeah. That's why I say relatively. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out, man. I mean, no. Hey, man, listen. For a man, we all know men... We don't necessarily mature at the same level as a woman does, right? Well, I be dog. But I that doesn't necessarily first being that ever admitted that. <laughs> but oh, that's buddy. not. But that doesn't necessarily mean we don't mature, right? Okay, I agree. But we're um, gotta pay some bills, um, and we'll be back shortly. All right, yeah. we'll be back. Segment part two. Baby, that first segment was a banger. You you, you, was, you had it heated over there. You was coming for me. You was shooting your, you were shooting your shots. And it was hanging directly, directly at my heart. I'm just saying, like, let's just, just go ahead and keep it real. Everybody, I need y'all that listen to this here. Let uh, I want y'all to leave a message on... Uh, on this particular uh, podcast, and um, because we all need to collectively agree that what he did was some fuckboy shit. Ain't nothing but the devil. <laughs> First of all, we all know <laughs> there wasn't no fuckboy shit. I'm gonna maintain my end of the story. I shine so bright. Like an angel. And Ain't I was... nothing but the devil. <laughs> and, I, and I was there to test her loyalty. Well, I was an asshole. Yeah. Jack asshole, jack asshole. Okay. No. You, sir, are the donkey <laughs> of the day. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's that part. No, I wasn't. All right. But either way, but what you did bring up kind of stirred up a question that I have for you. Okay. Because you said that person was not a friend. Mm hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Then what was she, an associate? That's what people have to realize on. Using the word friend so loosely because an associate ultimately is someone that you know there's no foundation in the relationship, mm. they are disposable. Mm. Um, 
there's no true commitment to the relationship. And I'm saying true commitment and they're most likely there for a purpose, for a reason. They they may or may not have a motive. So they got their own agenda type. They have their own agenda. Hmm. And okay. you just may be part of the benefit of said agenda. Understandable. Like so if for example, if you don't have a car and they don't have a car but you have a car. But you your friend, now you're all the best of buddies friends so she can catch that ride. Right. Oh, I get it. So I wanna preface this particular segment to what's the difference between friends and associates. I kind of preface it to the same thing between love and lust. How do you really know the difference? Because sometimes, as people, we're blinded by the things that we are receiving from them, right? Mm -hmm. We're blinded by the sheer fun that we have in them, the way they make you feel, the way, you know, the things they may do for you Mm -hmm. in return. Right? Mm-hmm. Because an associate ain't necessarily a bad person. They just have an agenda. Mm-hmm. And at that moment in time, their agenda can line up with your agenda so everything can be great. Right, right. And you don't necessarily realize the difference before it's too late. Right. So, kind of like what I said, for the most part, you know, that that there's no real, there's no foundation, you know, like, they're not, there's no, there's no agenda, and, and so forth, and, well, when you're dealing with a friend, however, I mean, as a friend, we just, I just want to be your friend, like, you know, we just grow up together, I'm not trying to, and here's, here's, I can say that some associates could transition. And the same can happen and vice versa. Some friends can transition can transition into associates, which goes back to what I talked about, what we were talking about. Um, the the people you were friends with growing up, you oh. know, when you were 10, 11, and 12, you know, your middle school best friend, not going to always necessarily be your adult best friend. Right. I mean, so in in one retrospect, I remember somebody saying this in in an earlier sh- in the show, the live show, mm-hmm. that they were like, um, "A friend ain't gonna tell you the truth, no matter what. All right? No matter if it hurts your feelings, you gonna tell them to be a true friend because they gonna always keep it." Real with you, honest with you, right? About everything that's going on. Are you shooting bad or you you're good? But they gonna still have your back, right? So. Chastise you when you're wrong, uplift you when you're right. Mm. But at the same time, I'm still here. Like I ain't going nowhere, but I'm gonna allow you the space you need, and you know when you need to give your friend the space. So I'm gonna ask you this question because these are why this is why I'm here. I'm here to blur the lines. I'm here to be a habitual line stepper. So I'm gonna give you some examples, and you, I mean, some examples based on some of the feedback you gave me just now. Mm-hmm. And you tell me, do you consider him a friend or associate, and why? Right? Okay. So your local 
neighborhood pastor. Oh okay? Lord, your know. local neighborhood. I don't know how this going to go, y'all. Your local neighborhood pastor. You go to church. You confess to him about your transgressions. Mm-hmm. You know, good or bad. You know. Okay. You trust him enough to believe the words that he say. Good or bad, because he's going to give it to you in your perception to be real and truthful. Okay. Regardless if it hurts your feelings or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to him in your time of need. Okay. Um, but he's not family. Oh, he can be, because it could be a family church. But in more, more, and nine times out of ten, he's not family. Right? Okay. So what would you consider that? Because he hits the loyal... I mean, I want to say he hits a lot of the qualities of a friend, right? No. Why not? They got a motive. What's the motive? They trying to convince you of whatever teachings that they have. And don't make me start and say this on no record about how I feel about... I'm just... We're just talking... I gave you an example. You... Give me those are not that's that's I cannot use a pastor as my example. <laughs> I mean, no, he what I'm saying is to you is he he has some of the qualities that you're looking for as a friend that you said as a friend you should be able to confide in them, right? You, they're going to tell you the truth. Whatever that's his job. Oh, that's his job. Well, that's your friend's job to tell you the truth, right? Yeah, but that's his he is hired. To do a job, so he's come in there to <laughs> sell whatever need to be sold. Oh, okay, okay. To so, get paid, so he's an associate. So that would be an associate. Furthermore, <laughs> you can't be out here, my friend, my friend, but you got twelve thousand more friends too. <laughs> That's how you feel. Yeah, you're, you're very selfish uh, with your friends. You know, I don't need because if you know. You're very selfish with your friends. Possibly. Okay. But I mean, it's just that that ain't a good enough. That ain't a good comparison. I can't use the pastor. Okay. Well, I got yeah. issues. <laughs> oh, boy. You trying to make me say some stuff on the record. I, I am not going to go there, family. I'm not going to do that. All right. So let's go to person number two. <laughs> but wait. One question I did ask was, should you sleep with a friend? And, um... Amazingly, people were saying yes, but here's the reason. The reason why a lot of them were saying yes was because they considered their mate as a friend. <sighs> they were being extremely technical. Right, right. You got the boy teeth. Yeah. So I was just like, okay. Okay, well, I mean... I get it from that perspective. Even though you threw me off my little game, you tried to throw a little uh-uh. curve out. I'm not going to go for it. I'll answer that question at the end. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So let's go to the next person. Yes. Go to your next person. The local neighborhood, low raid, low budget pimp. <laughs> so let's talk about what a pimp can do. He definitely helps you when you're at your lowest point. 
if you are one of those young ladies or fellas, whoever, and you run across a pimp, he's going to sell you that dream. He's going to make you believe that he's everything you ever needed in a mate, family member, Mm, or mm, friend. mm. If you need money, he got you. If you need refuge, he got you. Mm -mm. If you're wrong, he's going to tell you you're wrong. And he's going to have your back. Mm -mm. So what is he? Is he a... He's a pimp. (laughs) His ass, he on the job too. And a pimp and a pastor are equal. Negative, because he may not have... He may not have... He may not have... 20,000 extra friends like you said earlier. He a may pimp, have a, he may a have pastor is a former pimp. Ten. He may have A pastor ten. is pimping the pulpit. And first of all, we moved on oh. for the pastor. We're but talking you, we about the pimp. <laughs> and I was not comparing a pastor to a pimp. I know you I was, was not. <laughs> so but at the same time. We're going to answer the question. Answer the question. Next. <laughs> so what is it to you? I, I, he's a, he's an associate. Oh, he's an associate. There, those are associates. A friend. I'm, I'm gonna tell you a friend. Oh, I'm not finished with my game. No, I ain't on that game because that game sucks. You, that game. I'm gonna tell you. Yes, they got all those qualities for a reason. Okay, mm. they have a motor. They have a hidden agenda in place. Okay, a pimp needs to get his holes to <laughs> pay in. He needs to get his holes in. Buy check. in. He needs to buy in on this dream he's selling them. Now he may get one top hole that he is actually a friend with, and he loves them. He is all of them friends because he got to protect his assets. Okay, ain't that what friends do? Protect their assets at all costs. A friend will protect. Will their come ass. to your house when she find out that you are sick. He or she find out you are sick, and you are in or you in the hospital. Hmm. They will come and be by your bedside. They Understood. will offer their services to you Understood. in some fashion. If you have children, can I interject? They will come and can help. I, can I interject? What a pimp would do the same thing. A pimp for call. his asset, you uh, are correct. He I, 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 will definitely secure the so bag. He, yes. He will, he will definitely be by your bedside. And not only will he be by your bedside, he will probably pay the doctor's bill. For the purpose of but you're not, getting your ass back to health on them streets. And what's the purpose of your friend? To get yourself back to health. So you but can be they back are not getting paid. They are not gaining a profit, a monetary profit from that. What? So stop. Okay. So stop blurring so, the lines. So I, that well, I say I'm a, okay. So here's the next person for a lady. Since you're a lady, I'm a lady. Your local neighborhood gynecologist. Who the hell is a local <laughs> neighborhood? Gynecologist. Your personal physician. Yeah. Wait. A real physician or your the neighborhood thought? No. 
gynecologist. Some the person that goes between your legs. I just want to make sure because you said the local neighborhood. Yeah. I was thrown. I mean, local neighborhood because obviously you your gynecologist ain't gonna be in goddamn Las Vegas and you. Well, of Florida. course. All right. So you know what I'm saying. Don't say that. Okay. Because <laughs> now I'm associating this with, with the pimps, 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 holes, and prostitutes. Thoughts. Let's say you got a college, your doctor. Now, do you consider this person your friend? No. They're my daughter. Well, they know all the personal ins and outs. No, they know what happens down in my undercarriage. This is all they the personal ins and outs. They know some intricate details, but it only pertains to that said anatomy. Okay. So, no, they are not my friend. So, I. To preface the story, the game is over. The game is over now. He's so I crazy. gave you, I gave you three different people who fits the categories which you said are friends. Well, hold on, I'm not, I'm not the law. No, I'm not on saying what is the quality of a friend. Well, I'm, but I'm those good. are things that are important to 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 baby. Oh, right, but but either way, I mean. I'm not going to say that you were different. Amongst other here. things, though. There's the difference some, oh, there's different. Stuff. Right. But what I'm saying is the qualities abroad, mm-hmm. all right? These particular people fit those qualities. They do have those qualities. The, the local drug dealer does, too. Yes. Indeed. And that uh, Habib or the store, the, the corner store guy that, 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 you know, that you can go out there and... He'll give you a break because you ain't got your money at the time mm-hmm. to buy your your favorite soda pop. Right. You know what I'm saying? Protecting and his assets protecting again. His, you know. So, with that being said. If he would not take a bullet for me, neither would he come to the hospital for me. But that's not It's a very, I'm talking about an 89, 90% chance they are the not coming for here's the thing about, me to aid and assist in my time of need. But here's a, here's a thought process because mm-hmm. you can't really necessarily say take a bullet for a person. Anyway. Well, I mean, you because know, there's a lot. I ain't taking one seen, for nobody, and I'm you, still their friend. <laughs> so, so you've seen on normal news, you know, postings and you know interviews and stuff where you see the heroic guy who jumps out of there, don't know the person, jumps out of to protect them, and they die, and the other person lives. Right. So, but they weren't friends. It was some humanity type thing. You know what right. I'm saying? Running in there saving kids for the greater good. For the greater good. Okay. Does that make him your friend? Absolutely no. not. He's so, just a hero. He's a local guy. That's just a hero. Mm, okay. And ain't no wrong with heroes. So, I preface all that. I preface all that to give you listeners an idea about how hard it is to distinguish to distinguish between how hard it is to distinguish between a friend and an associate you have the pastor you tell all your business to you confide in him you trust his knowledge and ideas and, and concepts in order to live your life he when you're sick crying or indifferent, he's going to be there and he's going to give you the truth or the version of the truth that you may need to hear. You have the local pimp who were in your lowest point, who's going to give you the financial backing 
going to be that brother, that mother, that friend, that father, your lover, whatever you need in your lowest point of need. If you need him to sit down and be at your at your sick bedside in order to take care of you, pay the bill, he's going to do these things for you, baby. Okay. And then you have what we talked about. Your local physician, your gynecologist. This person knows the inner workings of your inner body, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets up close and personal with you every time you see him. That's still not my friend. Well, my didn't. gynecologist, I mean, you know, depending on if you've been there for a significant period of time, a gynecologist can be like a friend, but they are not your friend. Right. You are most likely not inviting them to Christmas dinner. You may. You may invite them to Christmas dinner. Maybe if he's old or she's old or she's unmarried or some type of an element is in place, but that's a big negative. Because okay. now you're you're crossing the lines and I think there's like some oath okay. that they've taken. That can't happen. Well, you know, what oath they're taking? Or was it that uh was that patient doctor patient, patient thing? Privilege? I don't know. All right. I thought that's only I know there's information they can't reveal, right. but for the most part, I'm just saying like I don't believe they can actually fraternize with their you know, their patients. Well, I mean they're not now uh, if it's a family member that's totally well, different. We're talking about fraternizing, we're just talking about being a friend. Socializing and so forth. They have to set boundaries. Okay. I get it. There's right. boundaries that have to be established when you come to stuff like that. Mm. Friends. How many of us have them? So basically based on baby, they got to be ride or die. Willing to Risk it all, but she can't. She ain't gonna risk it all, but they gotta be. No, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that I'm not willing ain't. to risk it all. I don't expect for my friends to risk it all for me. However, I do expect that if I need somebody to step in the paint for me, you know, properly, of course, not to jeopardize anything, but I know that, you know, I do have some people that will actually vouch for me. That will go hard for me. That will, if you saying the wrong thing, like, wait, who, who you talking about? You can't be talking about baby. Clearly, there must be a misunderstanding. Well, I mean, your lawyer will go hard for you. But I'm paying him to do that. But he going to go home. But my friends, they going. <laughs> they going? They going. They I going. made a phone call. So basically, your friend is going to come in with the black gloves and hold and hold the hold, hold. I don't know what they going to do. <laughs> okay? And I'm not trying to test their loyalty either. Because I just know. Because number one, here's the tea. Ooh, number the tea? one, number one, if. Baby have to make a phone call. There must be a problem. <laughs> if Buddha is in the picture, just know everything is going to the greater good. <laughs> Buddha could potentially be the problem. 
Oh, Lord Jesus. I got people. She got people sitting in hot places waiting to pick me up. I need to be going outside fearing for my life. No. Well, seriously, all seriously, for me, a friend is a person who knows me nakedly, more, more than metaphorically nakedly, um, willing to accept me for who I am, right? Mm-hmm. And don't try to change me. Right. Don't try to change me and accept my growth. You know what I'm saying? Like, as I grow, we all going to be different. We're going to grow up to be, we can grow up to be men. We're going to grow up to be women, especially if they've known you all your life. Exactly. So, they got to understand and rise above, just like level up. I'm not saying. Level up, level up, level up. Level up as I level up. May not have to level up. In the same manner that I level up in, but as long as the understanding there, you know, the loyalty is there. Mm-hmm. Um, when I mean loyalty, like to the fact that yo, you sure to tried me type shit. I almost bit, but I just want to let you know. Right. Regardless of what, how you feel like I'm gonna take it, the truth need to be heard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If your shit stink, your shit stink. Yeah, so you know, for the most part, it, things are the way they are. You can't you can't fix stupid. I'm <laughs> just saying. Mm-hmm. But you know, with regards to friendships, you know, the loyalty is important. The transparency is important. The honesty is important. The trustworthiness is important when you're talking about your friends, you know, or a friend. Knowing that you can call them at 2 p.m. to a.m., that works. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're just in a situation, they will be, they might chastise you, especially if your ass is wrong, because that's what I would do. But at the same time, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming home to get my friend, make sure my friend good. Okay. And then we're going to talk about this crazy escapade when you get back to the house. Okay. So I'm safe. So, that's what I think about it all. But here's another question, because I asked, should you sleep with a friend? And I told you what the masses pretty much said, that they were okay with sleeping with a friend because they considered their mate as their friend. But my next question is, do you put your friends over your mate? Well, let me answer the first question first. Right. Should you sleep with your friend? No. Mm-hmm. No. If you want to call him a friend, then no, you shouldn't. But with that being said, a lot of my female friends that are of the opposite sex of sex of me, I have slept with. I have at least one time. Maybe they didn't start out as friends. They started out as a love interest, potential love interest, and they grew into that role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because they know me, the inner workness of my emotional side and how I actually think and what I, the things that I do, they can understand when I'm shooting bad or when I'm wrong because they, they have that intimate, you know, action. They had that intimate action for me. But in truth, that blurs the line for any potential other suitor in my life. Mm-hmm. Would they accept the fact that I've been with this woman? Before, 
Some women do not. Some women are not are threatened. Some women aren't. It right. goes back to that competitive nature that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Two weeks ago. Two episodes ago. Right. So, I get when people saying, oh, my mate is my friend. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he will, he or she will turn into that point. Right. And it's needed to be. Okay. Right? But we're talking about not family, but a friend. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to use that terminology, you got to understand that's family at that moment. You talking about your wife or your husband? That's family at that moment, right? Right. And I get it. So now you was talking about you were talking about what? Uh, the question, question was: Do you put your friends over your mate? You should never put your friends over your mate. Now right. it all depends on: Are you married or not? Mm-hmm. If you're married, then that's a, that answers that question off the rip. It's only it's a Bonnie and Clyde situation at that moment in time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If you're married, but if he's your boyfriend, and you gotta understand, it's a situational basis. It's a situational basis. But just because it's your boyfriend or your girlfriend, don't mean I'm gonna put my friends over you. It's all about, like I said, it's a situational basis because it ain't necessarily what you do. It's how they feel, right? I know one damn thing. My boyfriend best not put no friends over me. Mm. Well, it's all... I'm going to try not to put him in a situation, okay, where he might be compelled to want to put his friends over me. But at the same damn time, I'm going to say it like this. We ain't trying to have them problems. I'm going to say it like this. And this is a situation where you may find yourself in that situation. Right. Um, Your best friend seeing your mate out there doing something inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. So now they come to you and they tell you these things, right? Now, it's your choice whether to talk to your mate, right? Uh-huh. And based on what he say, you choose to believe him or her or him, whoever your best friend is. Right. Right? There you go. So, you, there you go. Here's That's blurred lines. So, now, who are you going to believe? You're going to believe your friend you've known all your life or you're going to bring your mate how long, however long you've you known him? So, it's like... Hopefully, your friend will not be assuming anything. You know, you want to be. Hopefully, see that's hard. Is it? It, it, I don't want to say it's not really hard for the most part because my friends know about my relationship Mm -hmm. and they respect it and they are respectable. You know, so I would if they were to see you out. And they see you with another woman. As long as you're not being inappropriate, mm-hmm. they may indeed mention it because we ain't gonna miss a beat. But at the same time, they'll they'll most likely insert that. Nah, he wasn't doing nothing. He was just talking. You know, they looked like they were just like cooling it, like so, like kind of conversating. So I'm gonna ask you this question, baby: Is there 
are they a friend to you if they admit they have a physical attraction to your man? Oh, Lord. I hope not. Well, I mean, you hope I, I don't not, know. But you're I don't know. About- That's a hard one. That's a hard one because <laughs> why would my friend. I mean, a physical attraction is a physical attraction. It's he likes the way he or she looks. I don't even want to know that my friends are actually attracted looking at my mate a certain type of way. Like oh. they shouldn't even because <laughs> right? that's my man. Regardless, you, we just got through talking about competitive. That's my man and Baby. my and they should not be looking at my man Baby. inappropriately. Baby. Yes, he looks good. Well, Baby. you know, to be honest, one of my girlfriends, she do think you're such a cute cutie pie. Oh, but, you know, she definitely ain't trying to like take you from me cuz I'll fight her. No, I won't fight her. I'll well, fight you. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely fight you. All I'm saying to you is they're your friend. We just got to talking about being able to tell you the tough things. Being they can able- tell me all they want to. Okay, man, okay. But that ain't gonna mean I got to co-sign on that hey, shit. You ain't got to co-sign on it, but at the end of the day... I am not with the bullshit. Oh, yeah? Mm-mm. <laughs> just, let's just know, for the record, um, what we don't do. Baby is not with that bullshit that her friends... Are physically attracted to her man. So, what do you do if that happens? You don't bring them around? I, no, it ain't so much as that. Well, let me just, I don't know because I ain't never been there. Because <laughs> all I do know is what Buddha is going to do. We'll take his ass out the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I don't have them problems and I ain't never been faced with it, so I ain't got no feedback. All I know is my men. Mm-hmm. That's all I know about my men. Okay? Mm-hmm. And my friends, they won't be my friends no damn more. That's where the transition take place. They ass going to be an associate or a thing of the past. Period. That don't make sense. I'm going to let their ass go because if I'm com- in my committed relationship um, and you blatantly telling me you physically attracted, bitch, I can't even deal with the fact. I'm not even trying to have that kind of negativity in my life. So you could think about him. okay, but some things you ain't got to share with me and I'm okay with that shit. (laughs) Shit. That's all I got. Well, I guess so. I ain't level, got to be shared. So there's level all to the this shit. Details of stuff. So there's level to this shit. Huh? It's levels. It's always levels. Just Ooh. saying. Okay. Period. Level up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So we wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. We talked about friends. Yeah. How many of us have that? <laughs> We know that do not put your friends over your mate. Buddha says it's situational. I somewhat agree it's situational. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would always, you know, look at knowing my mate. And knowing your friends. And knowing my friends. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, even if they're your friend, you know if they trifling. Okay? Mm -hmm. You know they ass trifling. You know your trifling friends. Okay, you know your man ain't shit, probably. I'm just saying, not Buddha, but 
Just saying, you know your man is a good man, and you know you got that ain't shit friend, but that's your girl, okay? Or you, you know what I'm saying? You just know. So you pretty much, it puts you in a situation where you have to question, okay, what, where's, what's the motive? You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, you could- But she been your friend all your life, though. Yeah, but you could, you know- so, if a friend is coming to tell you some information about your mate, based on what they're saying, you automatically, well, I wouldn't say automatically, most likely you know if they actually telling you something that's relatively valid. No differently than with your children. If somebody come tell me about and one of my children, I'm like, yeah, that motherfucker did it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Just saying, or if you come tell me my baby girl, mm-mm, you must be not talking about the right child. Can't be my baby girl. Right. I would be shocked and appalled if they came, somebody were to come and tell me something about baby girl. Well, Negatively. All right, I get yeah. it. All right. So it was a great show, baby. Yes. And once again, happy anniversary, sweetie. You've yeah. done well for yourself. Well, you sticking can... with me. <laughs> oh, I'm, it's the other way around, <laughs> You actually with with an old retired player, and you actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know other role. High maintenance. Okay. Okay. You've done well to stick around for two years. Two years. Two years. No lord. Well, you know, we'll see how this goes. It's just, you know, this is all situational. His ass can go any day. Well, hold on. Period. No, I got something. Y'all. I got something to say to that. Can I say something? Say it, baby. Hold on. Here it comes. Like the head, here it go. Here it go. Mmm, yeah. I said I'm in a bottle. All I want to know is just get bottle. It's the That's all I got. Okay, hold that's on, what you on. got. Okay, I see. I smell you, Buddha. Lazy, lazy, lazy. Well, thank you all for tuning in. See you all next week. Same time, same place, same energy. And if you want to catch us live, you can just hit us up on Sipping and Conversation with Buddha and Baby on Facebook. And yes. we go live Wednesdays at 7.45. You can be a part of the show by coming in and commenting, giving us your your feedback that way. Yes. Other than that, you can send us a message on Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can also hit us up on uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Our handle is uh, Buddha and Baby. You can also hit us up um, in an email. If you mm-hmm. want to email us directly, that's Baby at gmail.com. B-U-D-D-H-A-A-N-D-B-A-B-I at gmail.com. Because I know it gets confusing sometimes with what kind of baby is it. Is it baby with a Y, you know, the Buddhas and so forth. B-A-B-I. 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 Oh, we're also on Twitter. And um, that's uh, Buddha and Baby underscore Sippin, S-I-P-N. 
So there's different platforms that we are on as well as um, YouTube. So let's not forget we are actually on YouTube. So pretty much you can um, find us on mostly all of our platforms by Buddha and Baby. Okay, or sipping in conversations if you hashtag sipping S I P P I N and A N D and conversations with an S, you will be able to find us on all of the platforms that we are definitely on. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, so until we talk again, love. <laughs>